This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Friday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. Garthi investigating the discovery of the body of a man in Butterfant earlier this year have arrested a woman. The man's body was discovered at a house in the town on the 24th of March last. Jamie O'Hara has this report for Red FM News. The body of the 61-year-old man was discovered at O'Brien Terrace in Butterfant on the 24th of March. His body was removed from the house and taken to Cork University Hospital, where a post-mortem was completed. The scene was preserved and a full technical exam was carried out. Garthi investigating the discovery arrested a woman in her mid-40s yesterday. She's currently being held at Mallow Garda Station under the provisions of Section 4 of the Criminal Justice Act 1984. Garda Press say investigations are ongoing. Jamie O'Hara, Red FM News. The Higher Education Minister says multi-million euro plans to lessen the reliance on the private rental market for students will be brought to Cabinet in the coming days. Simon Harris was speaking in Bishopstown yesterday where he said that the cost of accommodation is one of the biggest challenges facing students here in Cork. The Minister says the plans will provide funding for third-level institutes for the first time to make it more viable for them to build their own accommodation. The plan will be initially aimed at universities that have active planning permission and will be extended to the likes of technical universities universities after that. Speaking to Red FM News, Minister Simon Harris says there are five universities in Ireland with planning permission who have not started building. They found that the current model isn't viable. I'm trying to step in here and see if we can make it viable, quite frankly. The second piece then will be to look at the technological universities um, who, again, through no fault of their own, have never been able to borrow uh, to build student accommodation. So what was CIT or Teacherly, they've never built any student accommodation because they were never able to access the borrowing framework. And I'll be intensively engaging with them to try and get their projects uh, in in 2023. The quickest uh, progress that can be made here is on the universities that have planning permission uh, and can get going very quickly. Garthi are investigating following a stabbing incident in the city last night. Shortly after 7 o'clock, the guards were alerted to the incident on Corn Market Street. And in a statement to Red FM News, say an 18-year-old suffered a minor laceration in the course of an altercation with another youth. He was taken from the scene to Cork University Hospital for assessment. Inquiries into the incident are ongoing. An undersea link to allow the exchanges of electricity between Ireland and France is now a step closer. Taoiseach Michal Martin and Energy Minister Eamon Ryan have attended the signing of the construction and financing arrangements for the project connecting Cork and Brittany. The powerful undersea cable will have the capacity to exchange power capable of powering 450,000 homes. It's set to cost 1.6 billion euro and work is set to begin next year. Finally, Cork Airport is to scrap the 100 milliliter liquid rule, which is expected to lead to a reduction in passenger screening times. Shannon, Donegal and Heathrow airports have all introduced new technologies that remove the need to restrict liquids in carry-on luggage to 100 milliliters containers that fit in a small transparent resealable bag. The DAA, which operates Cork and Dublin airports, has confirmed that these airports are following suit and are currently trialling enhanced X-ray technology at Dublin. It's hoped the new technology will be in place and operate here in Cork by next year. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Starting with football, Dermot Usher says the investment he's willing to make on the playing side of things will have Cork City competing at the top end of the table. The Dublin businessman is hoping to complete the purchase of the club from Foras. However, members have to vote on the proposal at a special general meeting on Sunday week. Speaking to Red FM Sport this morning in his first radio interview, Usher says he's well aware investment has 
has to be made in the playing staff to have the Rebel Army competing in the Premier Division. You know, based on my own knowledge of what is required from a player budget point of view, um, I've spoken to Colin Healy. I asked Colin, I says, what budget do you think you, can need, you need to compete at the, the higher end of the table? He gave me a number and my number back to him was probably 10 or 15% more than that. So I think Colin's happy with that. Um, there will be a director of football coming in. I've, I've, I've gotten advice and I know pretty much what, what level of budget other clubs are playing at. And I feel that the budget straight away uh, will allow us to compete in the in the the, the, the top tier of the t of the table, I hope. You can hear that interview in full on the Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM tomorrow evening at 6pm. To Qatar, where it's full time in the day's first game at the FIFA World Cup and Iran have beaten Wales 2-0 in their Group B clash. Welsh goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy was sent off after 85 minutes. The other Group B match is between England and the USA and it kicks off this evening at 7. In Group A, host Qatar meets Senegal at 1 o'clock and it's Ecuador versus the Netherlands at 4. In Gaelic Games, Oshin Mullen is to play Australia in rules football next year. Mayo's two-time Young Footballer of the Year who is 22 is to leave Ireland to join Premiership champions the Geelong Cats. In rugby, Ulster hosts Sebre in the United Rugby Championship this evening. Kickoff at Kingspan Stadium in Belfast is at 7.35. Finally in golf, John Murphy dropped five shots and is two over after his second round at the Joburg Open in South Africa. Dan Bradbury leads on 13 under. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra.